Wow, we've been uh, praising all night the return of a leader of men, a champion of all causes, the effervescent, the king, the master of ceremonies, ringleader, bass fisherman, beer drinking, barbecue specialist, genius, talented, entertaining, the return of serve, the return of glory, the return of TC and Jake. I'm uh I'm fired up, fueled and ready to do this episode, Jake. I went to the uh the deli down there and we had a little bit of a snafu where I was I'll always order it on chow now as I'm on my way, so they got a hot sandwich ready when I arrive, so I've got a, a tight schedule here, you know, between picking up the kid and then getting here. Yeah. Be able to record in time for you to pick up your kid. So I don't got time for them to heat up the sandwich while I'm standing there. And uh, it was giving me an, an error message, but uh, I just kept on powering through and just like send, you know, like just try it again. And apparently, like just all of them went through the error message. The error was that it was an error message. Now, your expression makes me think that you think this is a much bigger problem than it ended up being. They just called me and said, "Do you really want five of the same sandwich?" I said, "No, just one." And they said, "Good from there." Well, I was actually. My eyes lit up, not just in, this is a huge problem, but I thought I was, for a split second, getting a free sandwich. <laughs> Three of them, yeah. Um, but, uh, so whenever I got in, same guy, it's not the guy that owns it, not Mr. Weinberger. It's Burger, right? I yeah, can't Weinberger. ever remember if it's remember if it's a Weinberg or Weinberger. Weinberger. Yeah, so this, it wasn't Mr. Weinberger. I assume that the guy, like the old guy, looks like he's from Chicago. That's got to be Mr. Weinberger. I have right? also always assumed the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he, whatever it's him, like, because I've walked in sometimes, because I, this should be clear to uh, longtime listeners, but pretty much every time we record at Jake's house, I'll get a get a delicious sandwich on my way. He eats at my favorite sandwich place more than I get to eat at my favorite sandwich place. It's a weird thing. I, I eat a meal a week in grapevine which is just i you know how how do we get here uh i have a new grapevine feature i noticed on my way that we can uh we can discuss in a second but uh that memorial's been there for years <laughs> it's a second memorial um a tragedy older than 911 uh we'll we'll get to it uh but uh so the it, it wasn't uh weinberger but it was another guy who I'd certainly seen in there plenty of times and you know, we had a brief conversation around the snafu. You know, I'm like, hey, man, you know, we talked on the phone. I'm sorry about the whole deal. And then he said, are you TC from the ticket? And I said, yeah, man. And I just didn't know if you knew that they had scoped us. Is this a world you've been living in or? No, I had no idea. Did I... you just find out that we have an inn at our favorite sandwich place? Well, one, as we've seen, um, there are countless people out there. This guy uh d magazine or no the observer <laughs> d magazine knows me uh I, I would bet that d magazine i could probably get them to publish something indicating they only know me you probably could that's a little project i'll undertake but just because someone knows you doesn't really mean that they know that we've ever met yeah yeah, yeah. whenever they mention your successful start to podcasting life skills or no mm-hmm. loserville yeah. Uh-huh. While hyping up life Going skills. Going into it was life skills. The, the crowning achievement. Really the only two podcasts kind of you've the, ever been a part of. The big the big pole of the tent. That's kind of where I felt close to Ben Muth, you know? 
Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The bazaar got no mention either. Um, no, I, I didn't know that. I assumed that that uh, particular sandwich emporium was just really into like uh, mid 2000s 105.3. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. As they do have a sandwich yeah, they do. named after uh, Mark Cuban, big local celebrity, mm-hmm. and uh, Pugs and Kelly. Yeah. Yeah. Which, a sandwich named after Pugs and Kelly. I guess. I guess. I think one you of them guess is like. It's named after them? No, no, no. I, I think that part's pretty clear. I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. I, I guess when it comes to the decision to name a sandwich after. I mean. Oh, I wouldn't even go with something as warm and praising as I get. I mean, I don't know. I never heard their show. Maybe it was great. I I, they know. were around for a while. Um, but I think they were from Chicago, right? I yeah, like Chicago. I, you know what's funny is I think I saw one of their Twitter accounts not that long ago, and uh-huh. they were like predictably real resisty. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Fight like, that fight. Yeah, for sure. Look up to Brooklyn Dad every day of my life and just get my marching orders. It has been. I hope that, I mean, I feel like after like the first year of the Trump presidency, we were like mostly there. But I feel like it should show, throw into stark relief for everyone that uh, as you watch like the just total patheticness of these Let's Go Brandon people. You just need to really internalize and remember this for next time. It doesn't matter who the president is. Surely it matters to some people, you know, the the poor that need the help. Uh, You know, uh, people with diabetes need insulin. It would be helpful for some leadership on these topics. I understand all that. But this day-to-day obsession with like, man, you know, I'm just... Thinking about him is sitting in there in the White House, and I just get mad. The only way I can get it out is by saying "fuck him," but it's secret words, so people can't tell me not to say it. Yeah, I mean, I thought you were going to make the point. How that pathetic I, does that look? That's and that's what everyone looks like whenever they care who the president is. Yeah, I, I thought you were going to. Yeah, that's a good. That's the point I want to get to. Is that if you have a sticker that says "don't don't blame me," I voted for the email lady. You're exactly the same as these people. I would say the one stark difference is. Um, and maybe actually it's not a difference. It plays into your point that it doesn't matter who the president is. Um, I was going to say that if Biden was president, then I think it's less likely that people get like pretty close to murdering representatives in their place of employment. Uh, who knows? But uh, yeah. It's just a different set. I No. Okay, we did have the baseball game guy. I will, <laughs> there was the baseball game guy. Uh-huh. That did happen. But I do it, think... The general point is that... Many people don't remember, but we do. (laughs) We do. Uh, Yeah, we do. Uh, (laughs) I think, like, I think Dan always made the point that he thought that if Hillary had actually won, that there might have been more strife and pissed offness. There was a little bit of a boil. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Biden's not even there, so you're not going to get to him. They got him locked in a bunker. Yeah, uh, from what I've heard, with the dogs, his his reptile skin. Yeah. Um, So, what was your other (laughs) grapevine memorial? Oh well, I was going by. I like obviously crowning achievement of grapevine. uh, Whatever the fuck that beautiful building is, it looks like it's second White House, but they have it in grapevine. The like hotel and food court. Oh, yeah, for sure. But saying that is underselling it. You know, like it, it looks nicer than a hotel and nicer than a food court. Oh, it's incredible, dude. Big P1 actually was the architect on that. I don't really? know if he does, if he listens to the podcast or not. Um, but 
And again, he may be one of those people who well, only he did knows an you. Amazing job. It's an awesome, awesome place. Uh, and it's hooked it just, up. It looks like something that they repurposed from, like, like the, you yeah. know, like, well, we like have this old station. train depot. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's next to the thing. Uh, I guess that's probably what they were going for. Yeah. Not a novel uh, observation by me. <laughs> but uh, Nailed it just, it. It's, it's fucking cool. Like, I don't know that I've seen stuff like that too many times. It, I don't know. I, I, I like it a lot. And uh, I've driven by it many times, but this is the first one that I noticed that outside they have a series of sculptures. Yeah, they do. <laughs> that uh, has a real Parks and Rec uh, Pawnee City Hall feel to me. <laughs> it's uh, a series of Native Americans talking to uh, Michael Jackson in his outfit from the Cowboys Super Bowl halftime show, I think is no what they were trying to go for there. No, and you know what? Like, Kristen's reading this book about the Comanches right now, so uh-huh. this might even be more offensive than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I'd have to go down there and look because it that was not there at first. Like when they first opened Hotel Van and Harvest Hall, that was not there. Mm-hmm. But it is a series they of... They looked at it. This is very good, but... Missing a little touch. I just... Now that we're done with the project, I, I feel like I, it yeah. needs a spark. So it is a... Uh, like a, a conference... Among Native Americans who are like Teutonic sized, <laughs> like they're yeah, all they're like large, nine feet tall, big boys, and they each okay. So at the head of the circle, there is a, a white, <laughs> and then well, I mean they're all bronze. The rest of the circle, Copper, if you will, <laughs> straight from the source, brother. <laughs> uh, and they all are. They have like a nameplate at their feet that re- that has a tribe on it. Okay. Okay. The Council of Tribes. I could have this wrong. Uh Uh-huh. But I feel like at the head of that circle, the white is Sam Houston. (laughs) Okay. Which, again... Did he ever pass through Grapevine or... You know, I don't know. Whole state gets him. But I think my my thought when looking at it before even... I would have made it William D. Tate. Yeah. I mean, he could just stand there. He's very much alive and still mayor. (laughs) <laughs> yes, yes. Curiously. <laughs> yes. Um, but uh, I think Sam Houston like slaughtered all these people's tribes like in a, 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 a with a level of vigor that did not exist in Shortly most other states. Shortly after the meeting that was uh, yeah. depicted there, he just taken them out one by one. Yeah. I, uh, I, I don't I think I think Texas had a disposition towards the Native American that is uh, above and beyond even the general national. Uh, take or yeah. the west and the south west really i guess south midwest but i think that in I, general I, I may be wrong that that's not sam houston but i'm willing to bet that if i am wrong whoever it is they killed some native and Americans. they were not they were certainly not that. sharing good news at that <clears throat> depicted meeting there outside of a place where you can get phenomenal arepas it just feels like the kind of thing that like uh you know you're like ah yeah went up in the 30s we kind of feel bad about it but like are we gonna take it down i don't want to get embroiled in a national debate new they built. put it up last year new build what is this it's a new build it's really <laughs> weird dude it's really really weird yeah well i love it I know you do. And also have some questions about it. But I also just want to focus on the fact that it's a beautiful hotel. I love the hotel. It's, they have, uh, I might stay there. Next podcast, whenever we knock off, I'm just going to walk down there. It's not cheap. Spend the night. They don't have many rooms either. It's a, one of those well autograph collection. I've heard Fiesta Bowl, <laughs> man. Uh, 
the the restaurant at the hotel is really nice. But then there's like, you know, there's a good dozen, maybe 10 different places you can eat in there. They got a Monkey King. Ooh. The dumpling and noodle place. They got yeah. a great Greek, uh, great hero place. You know, they'll they give you Latin uh, food fried place. rice with a brisket in it. I've heard they have that there. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. actually have that there. Then they have uh, bur- bacon burn ins with fried rice there, I think. Anyways, uh, yeah. I'm sure there are other things in the city that if you really drill down, you could find. The GameWorks headquarters. I thought it was uh, GameStop. No, uh, are there? They are here, right? Yeah. <laughs> Does your brother know that? Of course, That's he's gone. Like walked his dog by it, taking um, pictures for the for the fellas. No, I'm trying to remember what the Warhammer it was parent. It's Warhammer, but they have a parent company. The oh, game I hope is it's called GameWorks. The game is called Warhammer. It's games. It's like game shop. <laughs> it's it's There's game no something. way GameWorks is still in business as a company. No, it's not GameWorks like the arcade. Although I hope that they... How great would it be if they're thriving in Eastern Europe? Totally possible. Like just all... Like they just kept the, the Tekken where you could uh, punch in real life and it punches. They've just kept that in pristine shape. Yeah. You can just go to Budapest and play your heart out. How fucking great would that be? Because, you know... But it's the suburbs of Budapest. Grapevine wants the home of a GameWorks. <laughs> Absolutely. I think that's the first time I came to Grapevine. In fact, I'm fairly certain my first memory of Grapevine is whenever my friend had a, a birthday party at the old GameWorks. I used to go eat at the mall by myself whenever I lived over here in, a, in an apartment. That's really cool. Um, a, <laughs> go on. I was going to say a I low point, wanna... but really now that I'm thinking about it, it kind of kicked ass. Yeah, it sounds like both, honestly. Like, I it just like didn't even seem weird to me. I would just get the loneliness has given you a freedom that, uh, in fact, you you do come to value. Yeah, uh, Games Workshop is you were uh, pretty close, is what I'm thinking of. I actually ran by that Warhammer thing the other day and was like, This must be this is what he's talking about. Like, I <laughs> well, there's no, two of them, I have no clue what this thing is, but it's like in, in a house. That's that's the one I'm talking. That's like their North American headquarters for Games Workshop. But then just down the street from that, the College Street, uh, they have the the Citadel Warhammer Cafe. <laughs> oh, I've seen that before too. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. what are you, cafe. <laughs> just hang out with some of the characters from the game. Get I a croissant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Little fucking espresso shot. Uh. I had an espresso shot to wake me up on Saturday. Wanted to make sure I had enough energy to... By the way, I didn't mean to go this long without uh, saying I'm I'm here to talk about it. Well, I, I'm kind Poke of... Poke my wounds as much as you want. I don't really care. Other than the fact that I... Every year I put... I can't remember if I did 100 or $200 in my account for gambling. Yeah, yeah. I did the same thing. So I, I also... Uh, and I never put money in was again this year. Yeah, me too, me too. And I think I did at one point. I mean, that's my promise to myself. Withdraw like 200 for crypto. <laughs> you got to get it over to crypto. Yeah. And so like I, I think I actually made a couple hundred bucks this year. Do you do but, withdrawals in crypto? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's why what I, I, that's I, what do, I would it. do. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's far, far easier and there are no fees. And so I had yeah. $56 left I mean, in my account. If you think that they mean it when they say no fees, I got news for you, but sure. I mean, there's no. I think Bovada hits you like ten percent. Yeah, from it, there in, there isn't like a, a formal like deposit charge the way that there is. But like the the crypto price they're quoting you is quite obviously creating a fee. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But it's instant, too. Yeah, yeah, it's nice. Uh, I think I had $56 left the day of the Fiesta Bowl. And mm-hmm. there was it was a push. I know. Cowboy Irish was a push. Yeah, yeah, Straight yeah. Uh, pick them, I mean. And that's, I, yeah. that's what I got it at, too. I went with it, threw all 56 in there. and Felt great about it. Felt great about it for a long time. In fact, I went on a hike at halftime. We left. Why not? And I was like, you know, I mean, we were probably going to go either way, but I'm like, well, I'm not even mad we're leaving. Yeah. Like, we had reservations at a state park, and I'm like, yeah, whatever. I mean, this is going to have fun with them for the second half. And then Kid wants an ice cream cone? You say, sure. Yeah. I'm I've up, got I'm it. on 56 bucks. <laughs> yeah. And, have uh, two. They give up 28 straight? Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be, right? Because we didn't score again until the final drive. Yeah. But if we'd recovered that onside... Yeah, I uh, I don't I don't I didn't watch the second half of the game, and I'm not even doing. I didn't get my paper. Well, if so you have I any just, questions? I just when I got back in my car and I had the details phone signal are seared again. into my mind. Yeah, I don't need to. No, the main thing I want to tell you about is uh, there's a guy behind me who sucked. Any time I'm around a guy who sucks, I feel like at least this one wasn't related to you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Nah, I mean, yeah, I love all my family members. <laughs> oh, shut um, up. Read the letter. <laughs> the letter. Which letter? The letter from the group chat. Letter from... Oh, oh, (laughs) I love him. (laughs) I'm sure you do. I love him. I mean, it's a real... It's a great lesson in uh, people are more than their political beliefs. My my great uncle is... I don't know. I like him. If you hung out with him, you would like him. Doesn't seem like the type of guy who... You would like him almost as much as he likes President Trump. Keeps a lot of those things to himself. And close to the vest in casual conversation. I have done less. Yeah. Now, whenever your entire Christmas letter starts, like, it just starts with, like, listen, uh, you sheeple need to wake up. Yeah. Okay. And then at some point, like, kind of obliquely reference, there's, like, one line about kids are fine. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I know know that uh, this is not what Christmas letters are normally used for, but I just feel like there's some information you need to know. Um, but yeah, so I, I've done much less, uh, being around him since Trump was elected. I mean, their family lives in New Jersey. I don't see him a ton. Any, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've seen him 10 times in my life, but, uh, and probably all 10 were prior to 2016. But, um, I feel like you'd remember if it wasn't. Yeah, probably. Well, I mean, most of them are like two second, like at a large gathering, you know, like, Hey, how you do like grandpa, my grandparents, I guess he wasn't. Certainly, he was there for their fiftieth wedding anniversary. That was in two thousand four, I think. Um, and we would have been there. But it's it's that kind of thing, you know, where like it's there's a hundred family members here. Well, I feel I like in hindsight, you should now consider the fact that on I'll those ten opportunities, you had a wasted. Yeah, you, there yeah, was yeah. there was no. But I'm saying I like him. Later, to be peeled back. Certainly, I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he's a fucking New York City cop, dude. Like, what did you think he thought? He thinks uh, what all of them think. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, he uh, first the first thing is just let's address just the Christmas letter. Okay, the concept. Uh, yeah, just the whole idea. I've noticed. I'm sure this has been happening for a long time, but for some reason, it, much like the, the statues of the Native Americans, only caught my eye recently. So many people moving away from the formal letter, and it's just it's just a picture with no update, which 
That sounds like a nice stress-free way of living. I, I support them in the decision to do that. You're talking about just like a Christmas card thing? Yeah, I feel like it used to. I feel like the Christmas card used to even like. I've, it, when I was a kid, I felt like there was a letter 100% of the time. Is that yeah. Just me? Uh, well, I didn't really know that people did either, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. <laughs> Your parents just didn't have friends. Well, that's the thing is that not really, one. <laughs> Two, most of the people, and, and that, again, this is saying something here because my mom had eight brothers and sisters. And so I don't remember getting anything from any of them except one family. Mm -hmm. And I remember as a young, I mean, probably 10 years old, 11 years old, getting these in the mail and being like, this is so gay. (laughs) (laughs) Like back then, you know, you're just like, what is this? Based on uh, everything I know, uh, I thought that you would have reacted with, this is so cool. I can't wait to do it. Yeah. And they would... uh, they would write it from the perspective of the dog. hundred percent, yeah. And yeah, sign it with sense. a paw. Hell yeah. And it would just give, it just felt very, I mean, look at me as underdoing it, if I call it that. It felt very much like a, we're writing this letter to affirm to ourselves that our lives are going well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, here's what such and such got into this year, and he was best on his team. Everybody's fucking best. Every kid's the best on their t-ball team. Every kid's the fucking best on their soccer team. Like, just not possible. It just doesn't just doesn't check out. And and you know such and such and me and my uh, or my mom and my dad celebrated in you know Barbados. It's like nobody gives a shit about any of this. In Mm-mm. fact, everybody else in this family is doing so average to relatively poorly. Didn't even write. It's just making us yeah. hate you more. Mm-hmm. We already did, and now you're just making it worse. Um, so tell me about the guy real quick. Oh, there's no real quick about it. We're going to spend hours discussing this man. That's how deeply burned it into me. No, he's fine. Uh, like just, uh, you know, it started out with um, just the, the classic calling out whether or not it's inside or outside zone. Oh, that's not really that's a newer classic well you but you know what i mean like you know yeah. the guy that he has seen some football before like uh maybe even like touched a playbook for like a peewee team yeah and uh you know has learned the two most fundamental plays in all of football and what they're called and kind of how to recognize them yeah and so uh you know he, he's like yeah, like there was an early uh, third down conversion we didn't get where he's like, "That's inside zone. You gotta, you gotta cut. You gotta go. You gotta just go right in there." And then you know they have a run that goes outside the tackle. He's like, "Yeah, outside zone. Outside zone." <laughs> um, and just a lot of stuff. It's like none of it was wrong. Like he was correct on all of it. Not really that actionable. But yeah, and it's just <laughs> like if if we don't know what that means, then we don't care. Like, you know, like anyone who hasn't taken the time to learn what the, what the, like, you know, a lot of zone running plays, if they go inside the tackles, it's inside, whatever. Uh, then they, if they didn't care enough to learn it before now, they're not going to be like, oh, this was so cool. I had this guy that was like at the place. And if you already do know it, then it's like, yeah, dude, of course. Um, you know, like uh, lost contain once, you know, they'd be like, oh, yeah, lost contain there. Eesh. Like, I know, you know, I know. Um, he, uh, was there with his mother, <laughs> just him and his mother. And, uh, she wasn't really talking. I don't think that she knew a lot about inside zone or outside zone, but probably liked the energy. Um, and so th- this man had a clear, like 
you know, I don't want to make any guesses. Just because someone shows up to one football game with a dumb mother doesn't mean that they've lived with them their entire life. But <laughs> it seemed like a man who didn't have enough outlets for conversation. Yeah. And it certainly seemed like she was not willing to supply outlets for conversation. So it was just an open conversation with the entire section from there. Mm. Like occasionally, like one of the guys in his road kind of be like, huh, yeah, but not really. It was just the whole time talking to no one, but loud enough so that everyone could hear it. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he had a real <laughs> niche bit that I'd never seen before in my entire life that happened five times because this was a horribly officiated game. Fuck you refs. Um, where I mean, you're not a ref guy. <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, I hate authority of all kinds. I just mean, you know, you look, you're not a guy who likes to come in and rip on the refs. No, no, no. But but now I have to. No, I even that, you know, whatever. Make the plays. I just love that always. Yeah. Everybody, nobody's a guy who likes to go with the refs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I just want one time somebody to be like, look, I watch every game through the lens that the fucking... Just looking to go at the ref. <laughs> Give me a chance. That's screwing us at every turn, and I'm just going to be honest with you about that. If that makes you trust me less, at least I'm being honest with you without saying, I'm not a guy who likes to criticize officials. I mean, no you got, one is. Uh, you got computer? That's true. Computer's a man of his word. <laughs> He's more or less... <laughs> I mean, the guy wants to secede from the NFL. I'm a guy that likes to talk about the refs. Um, but yeah, we, we got some garbage officiating. Too bad the boys couldn't overcome it because that's what you always want to do whenever you have garbage officiating. That's another way, a great way to phrase it. Um, but, uh, <laughs> which is template. what I was telling the guys in the huddle against, uh, Cincinnati when I was on the Indiana basketball team. That's exactly what I said to him. I would expect nothing else. Yeah, I texted Jake. I had a, I had a you don't have to do this. It was the most vivid dream I've ever had. I was <laughs> my age and ability level, but I was I was playing for Indiana against Cincinnati and kind of held my own, you know? <laughs> and was really the, the glue guy kind of like handling the huddle. Like it's not like in a, ba- a college basketball game that like all five guys on the floor have to be elite players or anything. Just don't do this. But if you Dream got one talk. guy that's keeping him focused. <laughs> In Indiana. Kind of a coach on the like floor. Not even a conference game. <laughs> it was one of, you know, they'll have those big late season non-con yeah. games. <laughs> it was definitely late in the year. It wasn't the tournament, though. This oh. was at Assembly Hall. Yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, <laughs> best dream of my life. Um, so the guy... Uh, you know, he's, he's having this conversation. <laughs> oh, um, really normal looking guy, you know, white guy. Uh, it, or, okay, I was going to tell you about the past interference thing. Only so, white people are normal looking to you. Uh, I mean, uh, not remotely what should be taken from that statement. But <laughs> don't smile like that. Like, well, okay, but we all know I'm right. No, we do not know that you're right. You are, in fact, wrong. It was just, I could say, like, normal-looking guy, black guy. Yeah, like, but you, you didn't. You have an idea of a normal-looking guy. Like, it, I just mean that he's not, like, too fat or too skinny. Okay. Like, that's all. Okay. He didn't have a mohawk. Just had a regular haircut. Um, and uh, so he he would do this thing of every time the, the crowd did the totally normal, like the players are mixing it up and no flag and it's a Notre Dame receiver with an Oklahoma State defensive back, you boo. Mm-hmm. I did this happily. It did it louder as the game went on just because of this dynamic occurring behind me uh, that every time it happened, he would be like, hey, uh, I w- I'm a Notre Dame fan. 
but that's not interference. <laughs> yeah, I like that. And then I, if one look, of the people, I'm going to establish my credibility here <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Okay, but I want the Irish to win. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, by the book. Yeah, that's not interference. That's just football. I saw it. You know. And uh, he would say this and every like he would say it at whoever was booing, you know, like it was pretty confrontational, to be honest. Like it was it was literally getting into arguments with strangers. Um, and most of the time they just kind of be like, eh, yeah, whatever. Like they didn't want to engage him, you know, um, there was one guy that was like towards the end. Like I, I surely he had seen this cycle repeat as we had all had um, and was like. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I think it was interference. And, like, every time I think that he was wrong. Like, he wasn't – it's not like he would give supporting evidence. Like, it's full supporting evidence. Bit. That's just football. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, he uh, was pretty clearly making – he was he was hooking his arm before the ball arrived. Like, that's in the rule book. You can't do that. Like, what's your counter? Oh, it's football. Okay, great. Um, and so the the guy the, – the, the last example of this when he was pushing back a little bit um, – the the gentleman he was like, well you know, what are you? You're probably like 33. Do I got that right? I got that right. You're 33. And you're like, uh, close, I guess. Yeah, no. Uh, well, well, I'm I'm 63. I'm 30 years your senior. And when I was a kid, and that's the whole argument. Yeah, like, for it's sure. not like I have a really good understanding of the rule book. It's just fucking uh, you know. The, the I wish that they could kill each other. Uh, like he, uh, there, there was a let's go Irish, uh, chant and he was, uh, one, he was using his own words. One of them was let's get violent. It was just kind of going from there. He was just, you know, what, uh, little semblance of an erection he could still maintain was, uh, being driven by the idea of these men just hurting each other. Um, but then, uh, the thing that I thought that you would like most was there was a time, uh, I think this is like a shortly before a punt where they're playing a, a little bit of a remix of all the small things. You ever heard that song? I haven't heard the remix. That seems like a crime against humanity. <laughs> but there, but it's got <laughs> the full, you know, the lyrics are uh, unchanged and uh, it's taking the vocal track, you know. And um, Man Behind Me loves all the small things. Huge fan. And, and you know, I mean, the guy was... As crazy as this sounds, in his late thirties when it came out, <laughs> I mean, even then, do you, like he's he's literally 40. my dad's age. My dad like didn't uh, really hear that song. Yeah, that's probably true. But your dad had a family with his son who owned the album. And yeah, no, no, no. Like, hey, but your dad, I guess like, I've heard that. This guy's got a lot of time. He, he did not appear to have a family aside from his sainted mother. Um, and so, uh, he, he's singing along full Plus throat. his family was killed in a horrible outside zone accident. <laughs> That's right. Uh, when he decided to study up. It just, with, with total confidence, the kind of confidence I have never seen from someone who does this, it was a singular event in my life, uh, just gets all the words wrong. Like, it's just singing, like, just belting them out, watching, waiting, anticipated and then like i don't remember the ways in which he got the chorus wrong but he did Even but like chorus, he doesn't yeah. know because he's never heard the words because he sang the the wrong one so loudly over i it. love it 
I absolutely love it. Yeah. It doesn't uh, even sound to me like this guy was impaired, you know, which is like the best part about this. This is just him. No, I don't think he was. Yeah. I think this is how he walks around all goddamn day. I love it. Uh, he said he went to prison at one point. Why would that come up? Well, he was talking about his brother with his mother sitting there. And the, the, like the line was like, well, you know, my brother, he went to a nice school. Uh, I, I went to prison. Like who, who's the audience to this? This the... People seated directly around him? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I think that at this point there was some guy, like, kind of engaging him, you know, like, oh, you from around here or whatever. Mm. I think he was, which, you know, further proof of my long-held opinions about Phoenix. Yeah, or it could no, be further proof fine. of my long-held uh, feelings about Notre Dame fans. I mean, I'm not here to defend the other fans. I hate them more than you do, so. You know, though, in general, this You is, don't have to live with them. I got one of these at every one. That's true. Some of them you're related to. Uh, <laughs> it is a nice pushback against our there are only 20 people in the world theory. Yeah, no, he's one of a kind. I've this never guy, met this him guy's before. like person 6 billion, 5 million, yeah. <laughs> 592,345,156. High serial number. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I'd say this is the most I've enjoyed Arizona. Okay. I mean, like, it's it's because the other times I showed up like thinking that surely there was something I had missed that there in fact was some like cool area and this time I just walked in I'm like it's just one big suburb and like there's a way to enjoy the suburbs and I'm going to do that and I did and I had a great time. Bet you they didn't have a Warhammer headquarters. I mean it's the North American HQ so no. Hell yeah. There's only one suburb that has the north american warhammer hq what was where was their conference of natives uh they definitely got some native stuff oh they I, have a one of the major thoroughfares is just called indian school road what do you think about the history of that we have one of those here yeah i'm an pretty indian sure indian school or I'm, an indian school road i'm pretty sure we have one of those here well same question uh indian school road is in garland <clears throat> Yeah, it's just like... It's I just their, knew I'd been on it somehow before. It's their belt line, though. Like, you can't go anywhere without going down Indian school. Do you think the kids were treated well in that school? Uh, Yeah, probably not. I doubt that there was a whole lot of learning going on there. Um, Hey, I was thinking about this the other day. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Theranos and the GMAX trial were going on at the same time. Wild. They both uh, they both didn't have cameras in the courtroom, but you could go to both of them. Mm-hmm. And I really don't know how that works. I listened to a, a, a podcast, not true and on, but about the Maxwell trial. It was pretty newsy. And just like that people are lining up like overnight to yeah. try to get in and there's a limited amount of space. There's the overflow courts. That's where true and on was most of the time. Like where they have closed circuit TV. And mm-hmm. just, okay. Yeah. So my idea is um, – Stadium style seating if, for trials. Well, I mean that would obviously be phenomenal. Yeah, you know I think that our just have it at the Cotton Bowl. The precursors to our current civilization had some ideas right, and I think that would be a great one. God, I would love a big trial at the Cotton Bowl. It would be, dude, phenomenal. Of course, we would get a trial version of the guy you were just talking about. <laughs> oh God, like yes. in every other section. That's not a bees corpus. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Yeah, that'd be great. Like. God. Yeah, you'd have fights. Yeah. You know, just like at any any quality American sporting event these days. That'd be great. Um that guy just ran that stop sign. 
Oh, dude, nobody stops at that one. What it drives me insane, you know? Yeah, I was a, kids. Maybe put out the sign. I know, right? They, they don't know that you have children. Drive to like your kids Drive live like here. your kids live Unless here. Unless you're Casey Anthony. Ooh. Because <laughs> uh, in that case, you're driving with, I think, like their body in the back seat of your car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't put my kids dead in your no. car. Um, my idea, though, is this is a, if I win the lottery. Uh-huh. I think we could turn the entire podcast into that. Yeah. Because, like, a lot of people do. I mean, there's obviously some really boring ones of, like, oh, I'd buy a house and, you know, Bora Bora or two chicks all the time. You know, I did that, right? What, the lottery podcast? Yeah. I think I hosted a weekly podcast about what I would do if I won the lottery. But it was, like, for a month, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, how long can you go? And then uh, you stopped when they did a glowing feature in the Dallas Observer. I said, that's enough. About, uh, about that's, that's your lottery podcast. No, now, they didn't mention the lottery one in there. My idea is, I think there's a space. Jake Bird kind of did this with mm-hmm. Kimmel, but I think there's a space for me to basically become the Marlins man of the judicial system. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, if I won enough money to where I never had to work again. God, that's great. And like I said, I told my wife this, and she she was like, how do you get in? And I was like, well, apparently people are just like waiting overnight in line. She was like, yeah, but you hate waiting or lines anywhere. And I'm like, I got nothing to do. I don't like waiting in line because we got other shit we got to do. We got other places we got to be. We got other time. And uh, you can just pay Demands. Uh, that's one of the things. That, yeah, you could pay. You think Marlon's uh, man is just waiting to get those? Uh, you know, he's. He greases the wheels. Of course. And he's obviously, he's super wealthy. How did he make his money? Do we know that? Uh, He's a lawyer. Oh. But I think, maybe wrong about this, I think he might have came into a significant amount of money from a wife wife death. (laughs) Oh, wow. I was just guessing. (laughs) Yeah. What's what's the, you know, way to come into money that is the most weird? That yeah. was what I was trying to come up with, and that's exactly what it was. I, th- man, I, th- I swear I remember hearing that, but Marlon's man, money. It's not immediately returning any results here, but I know he definitely is a. <laughs> the headline: A new Ferrari and fifteen racehorses. How Marlon's man is spending his time away from the stadiums. Yeah, he's a lawyer. Has become a fixture in ballparks around the world. Yeah, and you know he started. He definitely like did a. Uh, and he's a good friend of ours. We didn't address any of this with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, during our our long powwow, we never got into how he made his millions. Um, man, maybe no, maybe he wasn't married. I know that he like he specializes in workers' compensation. A hero of the labor movement, Marlon's man. What's up? He works several billable hours per day from his hotel rooms while traveling. Phenomenal. Um, so I think I could even get like a little, uh, like a, a scooter like they have at the fair. Mm-hmm. Like to wait in line. Like even though I'm only inching along, I can't just stand there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like so, yeah, you're right. And I might even have like a series of recliners. Do you think it's weird? Walk every like how many, to, there's so many people that could, like it doesn't take... You know, hundreds of millions to be Marlon's man. No. Like there's several thousand people in America that could be Marlon's man and are just choosing. That's a good point. Not to only not be him, but not to even like try to find their kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like obviously yeah. Jimmy Goldstein is living the Marlon's man life. 
but there's not that many of them. And I, it's just now occurring to me how many of them could if they wanted to. And I don't know. <laughs> I mean, probably better that they don't, but I don't know. Whatever. Well, they would almost certainly have beef, which would be great. Yeah, yeah. Like if there I was like a, that. a challenger to Marlon Marlon's man's. Because there was. Do you remember they? Whenever they had the game, the baseball game at Fort Bragg, there was it was Marlon's man who was trading beefs. Oh, the foul ball guy. Yeah, the foul ball guy that got famous for two seconds. Yeah, and they fucking hated each other. Yeah, I remember like Marlon's man put out a couple of like statements to <laughs> <laughs> <Do> the press. <laughs> but the thing is, there's probably a lot of people who do his bit, but they just don't brand. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's probably a bunch of dudes who, with that kind of money, who sit courtside. I mean, you know, plate. Eminem jacket guy. Eminem jacket guy. There's a guy, the White Sox, every single one. I mean, like, he went away, and then, oddly, I'm pretty sure it's a different guy, but there's another guy in different seats. Picked up that, the torch. Yeah, I think so. Like, they're they're all old white dudes, so maybe I'm wrong, but it's def- he's definitely not been in his seats since the pandemic. Uh, and, you know, he, he was of an age where maybe baseball games are not for you, <laughs> like, if, if there's a pandemic yeah. on. Um, but yeah, prior to COVID, there was the same guy. He had previously owned a limousine company, built it up from nothing, sold it for millions, used it to buy the Hell seats yeah. right behind the plate. Dude, I this mean, is, he kind of seemed like a dick, but whatever. This is not going to surprise you at all, but I remember when I posted that picture of us and Marlins, man, I think it was around that time. It, mm-hmm. it must've been related to that. I don't know how this would have came up, uh, how this would have come up, but like somebody that I, I can't remember if it was. There was someone that I follow through uh, this weird branch of like East Coast Twitter mm-hmm. who told me that like Marlon's man is like a super creep. Yeah. <laughs> like that he had, he was like the sugar daddy for one of her friends. And that he had like some Makes really sense. weird requests and he was like real jealous. And I'm like, well, that's like. Exactly, it wouldn't, wouldn't like. even have been on the board as a bet, but also felt good to have it confirmed to me. Yeah, no the the article I was just skimming uh, said that he lives the bachelor lifestyle, and like I don't know, yeah, it, it just the sugar daddy thing though, man. That's just so fucking weird to me. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I just don't. No matter how much money I had, I'm not saying I wouldn't pay for it, but I wouldn't pay for like that, like a 21 to 22 year old to hang out. I don't know. I like. So much of it for me, like, just is, I'm looking for personal validation and, like, I don't feel like I'm going to receive that if I feel like you're just there because of the money. I don't know. Maybe I should try it. But uh, Maybe like, uh, but not even like what I consider to be the greatest scene in succession history when Tom is telling Greg about the woman spitting it back in his mouth. And he's oh, like, yeah, apparently, ugh, he's like, apparently ugh. it's uh, it's a thing with the kids these days. And he's no, like, no, Tom, you're just a like, fucking idiot. He's like, that is uh, a thing I have not heard about. <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's kind of a closed loop. Speaking of uh, stuff that was uh, told to us that is completely unsubstantiated, reckless, uh, rumor monger, rumor mill. Uh, I would never use this on the air, but I'm going to read it to you. Okay. So as we were talking about last week, uh, you can't really find anything. On John Madden. Mm -hmm. But a guy emails me and says, don't know Uh if this counts as a Kemp spin, but a friend of a friend's mom. Ooh, I like it so far. 
used to work at a hotel Madden would stay at whenever coming to town. Uh-huh. I think it was the Four Seasons back in the day. I'd be right by Texas Stadium. Anyway, Madden would Madden would always ask for a fresh for fresh stacks of hand towels for his room daily because he didn't like using toilet paper to wipe his ass. <laughs> That's great. He would then leave the shit-smeared hand, tile, hand towels in a pile in the corner of the bathroom for the maid to clean up. He did this every time he That's stayed insane. here. insane. <laughs> like, like, do, do you think that would be better? Uh, I've never wiped with toilet paper and been like, ah, god damn it, it's not a cloth. Well, I will say that, and I don't know about the Four Seasons, but a lot of hotels, even like pretty decent ones, do have... Scratchy. They have lame toilet paper. Oh yeah, they do have lame toilet paper. Even some of the good ones, like I, I just I don't think know about towels, seasons, but. towels tend to be a little scratchy. Yeah, but maybe he gets like some hot water on there, and I mean, if it was like the thing that we we went to a went to a steakhouse, and at, at the end of the meal they gave us oh the, that's great, yeah, and uh, uh, Dominic's of Scottsdale, if anyone wants to know my rec. Thank you to the uh, the P one who uh, who gave us that recommendation. Um, but, but a bigger was, thank if you if it was one P1 of those, yeah, John <laughs> Definitely. I mean, it's not a competition, but <laughs> shit towel guy wins, obviously. Uh, but if it was one, of, if it was a moist towelette, a yeah. warmed moist towelette, yeah, I would Made like to steamer. wipe my ass with that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but just a regular dry, scratchy towel doesn't sound good. No, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the case is here, but I, uh, I don't know. I could kind of see this. I don't know why, but when I yeah. read it, I was like, you know, he's not a guy of like super expensive tastes, but there are a few things in life he may have been able to afford. And just whenever all himself. of us have things that we would like. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, like, like, like I would like to wipe my ass only with a, the steam towel from wa- wiping your hands at the end of a steak. Um, and like most of us just the, the signals life is sending us is like, obviously you can't have that. Like you're not special in any way. But if you are the number one, like, uh, what is it? Of, of coaches with 100 victories or more, he has the highest winning percentage. Yeah. And that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, but I mean, like that's probably kind of the first time that he was like, "Boy, I mean, I mean, he also wasn't he a, became a coach at like thirty two or something like that." Dude, I'm gonna when give you, I'm gonna blow your mind. All those videos you see of John Madden coaching, he's like thirty four. He's younger than me. He's considerably younger than Cliff Kingsbury was when he took the field against the Cowboys on Sunday. Wow, he wow. retired at forty two. Cliff's forty one. Cliff's forty two right now. That's a. This is just such a great service the station has been providing to everyone, just to examine the aging process. No one else is talking about it anywhere yeah. across America. Yeah, Cliff is forty two. Madden retired at forty two. That's amazing. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's, you know, whenever you, whenever your co- head coach, like it starts to dawn on you, like, fuck dude, maybe I am special. Yeah. Maybe this list of things that I said I wasn't special enough for, I, mean, I don't know if I can get all of them, but certainly don't have to wipe my ass with toilet paper again. Every so often, uh, and can, I don't think I'm above it. I, I don't think the toilet paper thing and I, I definitely the sugar daddy thing doesn't seem like it's for me. seems weird. I don't even really know what my thing would be. But I know that if I had enough money, I would get one. Uh, I would do. I would definitely have a sauna in my home. Oh yeah, I'd like that steam yeah. room sauna. I mean, that doesn't seem like a, really what we're talking about. It's just kind of a nice thing that rich people have. It's not a weird. I don't think it's weird to have a home sauna. Uh, 
There was a little bit of a they called. I might it a pay sauna. to have someone tickle my back every day. Tickle it, <laughs> kind of a little scratchy, a little, little, just a little draw, not a full massage, just a little. <laughs> that feels real. Don't do that to me. Uh, <laughs> what a fucking. Um, just ask your wife. Every day, though. I mean, I wouldn't even. I probably I scratch know. Megan's back every single day. Every day, like yeah. for a good 15, a good, 20 minutes. I'm a good husband. Not 15 minutes. What? Scratch it back for 15 minutes. It's like a, you know, just a quick. No, no, not like that. And actually, from one of our uh, family members, I got like a a, a, a little miniature rake in my stocking. Yeah, for the back. Yeah, yeah we but, got one of those. I but like I don't. It. I feel it's like it's not that's, the same as getting someone to do it. That's what I don't think it's yeah. even close. Not even close. It made me realize but that if half you got of the a, sensation. But if you got a sharp itch back there, yeah, it's not. It's not hurting the cause. So you know how like uh, this this pops up every few months from uh, a conservative politician or something, uh-huh. a writer? Yeah, yeah. One of these, uh, this is Madison Cawthorn. Uh-huh. Our founding fathers wouldn't recognize the Amer- America we live in today. They would be horrified and rightfully so. You're letting the blacks vote? I mean, the first thing is you're letting uh, people of color be free. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that's I like, mean, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the, uh, most of the replies, you know— just the oh man, people would be. Uh, I think there's a few things they would be appalled by. You're brushing your teeth, but I think, uh, and this is not in any way uh, making fun of the plight of Madison Cawthorn regarding his disability post accident. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that people who had disabilities in general fared too well 250 years ago, and I don't mean just from a medical treatment standpoint. I don't think society treated them very well. You know, they do say the uh, first sign of civilization on record, though, is a, a healed bone. Really? Well, yeah. You never heard that. Like, no. you know, it's not technology. Like, I always proof, heard the dumb Gandhi one about pets. <laughs> proof that, like, uh, you know, like that, that there was, because, you know, fucking, as uh, Grooves was trying to point out, if a horse breaks its bone, Curtains. Yeah. Like, well, just any animal, like, in a wild setting, if you break your bone, like, you're not going to be able to get enough. No one, you know, like, my dog is not bringing other dogs food. And even that's a bad example because dogs aren't really, they've been outside of what Darwin would consider normal for quite some time. Uh, But, you know, fucking fruit bat busts its wing. There's no fucking nurse fruit bat to, uh, to help out with this. Um, so, you know, the general coordination, but you're right. Like, you know, we, we get better at this stuff over time. It was like that they would, your parents would bring you some food, you know, and then, and then be like, you fucking cripple. Yeah. And like, they might even just be like, you can't walk. You're a burden. We're, we're going to kill you. See, I I don't think that's out of the question uh, 250 years ago at all. It's more common then than it is now, but I still think that most of the time they would try and help you along yeah i mean i guess like in hindsight that is one of the really funny things about game of thrones is like the the, uh child who was paralyzed never really got like made fun of yeah he was also like royalty you wish that he would i don't wish that he would i guess it's just you know they had like rape scenes and a lot of other stuff that i think is was pretty there was a kid uh, at the deli today who was uh, handicapped, and he looked a lot like Macaulay Culkin. I was just thinking about what if Macaulay Culkin's been made by Macaulay Culkin, but he's handicapped. That's really weird. Yeah. Really weird. 
think we'd be a more open, embracing society. I'm going to show you a Twitter account that I found that I laughed. By the way, I want us to do the uh, go through that entire list of main characters of the month. Okay. You got them all? Nah, and it's long. <laughs> I know, dude. Did you see that you saw that thread? No, I don't. Oh, someone put it together. Like somebody did it on New Year's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I think that I was, we were all going back. Or is it the one I'm thinking of that we were all going back and forth about? I don't think they said anything about main characters, but. Uh, it was just, this was what yeah, our it was, collective consciousness of the day. Yeah. And I, man, I know it was like two months ago or whatever, but just taking the time to parse the word through that Nicki Minaj tweet. Yeah. It's so fucking good. It was probably the best one of the year. I think it, it was. It occurred late, but just right in under the finish line there for a, for a title. So uh, so what I'm about to show you is uh, is not a real account. Okay. But I didn't know that when this tweet was first sent to me. Okay, yeah. You, yeah. Did you see this? I did see this. Okay, did you do any further research? No, no, no. I just saw someone... <laughs> Seeming to indicate that it was uh, probably a parody, and I said, "Yeah, I'll bet it is." Okay, so it's uh, it says it's an NFL analytics account, Harrison P. Kent, and the tweet says Jerry Rice, who laughably ran a four seven one forty, would be a practice squad player in today's NFL. A prime Rice, my algorithm suggests, would be the hundred ninety third most effective wide receiver today. Rice, one ninety three. Great line. Uh, Rice, enabled by coach and QB talent, was somewhat effective in his day, but today's wide receivers are a different breed. So, <laughs> this account has forty seven hundred followers. Uh-huh. It says founder and CEO of Kent Analytics. The pinned tweet is: Just because I've never played football formally or in a pickup style, does not mean I do not understand the sport on a deeper level than you do. To be blunt, I am very likely far more intelligent than you are. My analytical abilities outweigh your on-field experience. Mm-hmm. So Which then is I w- your take, right? So then I went, of course, I went through and started looking at uh, some of the the tweets because the account uh, popped up in September 2020, and it was very quickly apparent to me. I was like, "This is a this is a parody account. Like this is a parody of analytics to, uh, football guy." Mm-hmm. But then I went to the account's main page, and there is a website. Actually, first what I did. Is I Googled Harrison P. Kent the Fourth. So his Twitter account comes up. Uh, Here is a. I found a LinkedIn last night, but there's a website, Uh kentanalytics.com. Yeah. This parody account has a very, very professional looking website. (laughs) This guy just has to be like a web designer in his real job. With a with a bio about how he graduated from Harvard. (laughs) Uh, I mean it's a good website. Kent Analytics deemed the most statistically precise sports analytics network ever seen. Uh, Here is his entire bio. Mm Here is the birth of his business. With uh-huh. he's got, I mean, it's a very good website. Beautiful photos. Yeah, with a random photo <laughs> of a grainy '90s NFL broadcast. Broncos Chargers <laughs> divisional game. Uh, and th- I mean, dude, this is ridiculously well written. It's a picture of a computer with a chart on it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, I'm like, okay, I think. I think that this is fake, but then I, I see the website. And I'm like, damn, I don't know. And then down here at Mission Statement, Kent Analytics was founded with the sole goal of advancing the capital of its users, lest we deviate from this mission. That quote from Harrison B. Kent IV. 
There's a blog. <laughs> the, the Mahomes fallacy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the second, the second, second title Mahomes entry really gets me. Response to FBI inquiry. <laughs> you just you never want to be saying that. If you go back, that's one through, of my big things. If you go back through the account, he responded to a uh, he responded to a Dave Portnoy pizza review. Uh-huh. And he said, I have only eaten pizza while visiting Italy. If I am to try pizza in the United States, something I've long feared, from which restaurants should I consume pizza? For context, uh, context, I live and work in Manhattan and temporarily reside in Greenwich, among other places. Someone says, Papa John's. <laughs> good, he says, good call. Yeah. are you serious That's or do you say job. this in jest? He tweets, uh, the reply guy says, can't go wrong with a standard cheese pizza. He's right. The next day, per request, I lunched upon a plain cheese pizza from Papa John's this afternoon. It's my first pizza I've ever consumed outside of Italy. I'm now laying on a bed at Lenox Hill Hospital <laughs> receiving an IV. The yeah. next day, he simply posts a note from the business. <laughs> this evening at around 7.40, the Kent Analytics office received a note from the physician uh, of founder and CEO Harrison P. Kent stating that after a successful gastric lavage to remove the Papa John's pizza from his stomach, Kent remains in critical condition. Critical and unstable condition. Critical and unstable condition. You never condition. hear about that. The you never hear about unstable conditions. The chances of Mr. Kent's survival are low. 21.35% according to Mr. Kent's calculations. <laughs> well, he's good enough to do calculations. That's a positive sign. We do not ask for thoughts nor prayers are, as neither are proven to be effective. That's right, yeah. It's Studies don't show. Possibly the most in-depth, gr not grift, but parody account I've ever seen. Yeah, I like it. And I wanted to make sure you knew about it. Well, I have uh, one thing I want to share with you as we uh, say goodbye. I'm sure you've seen this a million times already, but um, I just wanted to. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to watch it together uh, on the uh, on the podcast. Did I navigate away from the window? What did I do here, Jake? Did you know Theranos built a fake lab and they had Joe Biden come look at it? Oh God, I didn't know that. Can you tell me more? I guess this is true. But I, as David Ruff texted me, I don't know that people are properly talking about the depths of this grift. Yeah. Like, look, dude, they built a lab and had Biden in 2015. God, that's great. He's just walking around. He's pointing at a little press stuff. conference. Oh, boy, and he's <laughs> smiling so big. We're so amazed at the things going on here. Yeah, no, it's all, all fake. The, all the people that try and rip off, like, the military is a bold choice, but you can't argue with the results. Yeah. It helps if they're like military, uh, if you go for like horny 60s military, 60s age military guys. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. Because she's hot, know. but not like sugar daddy needing curious hot, you know? No, it's it's just the kind of person where like they're in the, they're, you know, if any meeting of like a military board and some business types... There's a gonna, woman like that. Going to be top two, top, uh, probably the hottest person in the room. Yeah. And, you know, people like that energy. I love it. All right. Let's, uh, let's just check oh, this shit. out. shit. Meet Editor X, the world's Editor most advanced X. website oh, design man. platform. Dr. X. He's made for you. Spinning off a thing. A record-breaking winter storm yeah! continues to hit Texas. Hey, can you hear me? I gotta, Insensitive. I gotta watch this show. Come on, everybody. 
Rob Lowe from Lone Star 911. But I'm sure it's all gonna try. No, oh, he's gonna try. 911 Lone Star premieres January 3rd on Fox. Yeah, you know, hundreds of our fucking countrymen passed in that ice storm, but I'm glad Fox has been able to spin it into a, that just, you know, hey, uh, how could we really remember the victims? I know, Foreigner. Yeah, we'll go Foreigner. Has. Rob Lowe been wearing a cowboy hat the whole time he's been doing this show, or is you that You have new? to know that he has. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I, 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 you know what? I think whenever... There was some... Was it like on after the Super Bowl? I saw the first five right. minutes of the pilot. Yeah. And then was like, this is making me mad. This is... I don't even think Joe Rogan had moved Austin yet, but you could feel it coming whenever you watch that. Yeah, and I gotta tell you, man, when I used to do again, let's the watch news tease bit... Uh-huh. Where we would uh, we'd record the 8 o'clock and the 9 o'clock shows, Dan and I, on each of the four local networks. And as part of searching for the ads... <laughs> I love... What was the show that you got? <laughs> Run that by me again. Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. The doctor one. Oh, uh, New like Amsterdam. A, yeah. Like yeah. He was, he Cokehead kill. steals his... Like, his patient, Cokehead, steals his car and kills his pregnant wife. Uh, it was something along those lines, yeah. They were trying to get to the hospital because his wife was dying. She had cancer, but they were also pregnant, maybe having the baby at home. And on the way there, a Cokehead that they had... Put in another ambulance, somehow stole the ambulance and wrecked it to him on the way there. And I think she died. <laughs> Which makes the cancer thing like a really wasted plot device. Yeah, You're just going to yeah, kill yeah, her anyways yeah. in a head-on collision. Who cares? But uh, I got really into New Amsterdam. Well, but I have I great got, news. She's a cancer survivor. That's true. I got re- I got really into it like 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> yes, And yes. this kind of happened to me with the other 911 shows. Sure. Yeah, like, no, I, would I remember watch, you like, coming back being 10 like... 10 minutes of it and be like, I don't know, dude, this might bang. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would see 10 minutes of it a week. The promos every time, time it's like, I can't, like... <laughs> I gotta get in. What if the entire world was eaten up with flames and also there was aliens standing up? Here's what the 911 center would sound like. like what, what's the one that you boys were trying to sell me on that ha- might have, like, dinosaurs and shit? Oh, uh, La Brea. <laughs> Is it on yet? <laughs> yes, dude. I, I don't know. Uh, the as Some episodes have aired. If you're asking me where it is in the uh, season cycle, I don't know. Man, I'm telling you. are asking me if it's still on TV, I don't know. That might be my final form. La Brea. <laughs> Just being Just all the time TV stoked guy? on the big network <laughs> event. <laughs> I mean, it kind of, like, I don't know. Because some of these do fucking suck. Like, Listen, The Good Doctor is the greatest show I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just kind of like it's supposed to be like broad, you know, appealing to everyone. I don't know, dude. You know, succession is better. But here's 911. Let's start again. <laughs> Why don't we just watch a different one? No, I want to watch this one. Can you hear me? By the way, the death toll. They couldn't hear us. Like, they say 240. Some people say it's much, much higher. Even count? It could be in the fucking thousands. But well, let's go. I don't know, I don't know everybody. Everybody. Fix the world. But I'm sure it's all gonna try. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 911 Lone Star. Uh, January 3rd on Fox. Let's get into it. <laughs> if it started last night, how come you didn't tell me last week? Uh, I didn't know until I watched the NFL this weekend. All right, well, let's get caught up for next week. I, <laughs> I don't know that I want to do that. 
And honestly, like, I don't know, whatever, dude. Uh, I know that no one wants to hear from the what if Macaulay Culkin was in a wheelchair guy, but fucking, this seems in poor taste. Oh, it's an extremely poor taste. I, I don't love it. I, I don't like that there's someone out there being like, but could we work this into a network show? As we were all fucking, you know, I mean, I was actually doing fine. I was kind of warm. I was in a tough spot. <laughs> yeah, you uh, had, so watched watched your car as it rolled into a busy street. Yes. That was a great video. Thank you so much for making that public. You never even showed it to me. I don't. It was never even sent to me by you. I just, I think Josh and Nikki came over like, you got to see this. Yeah, the way I remember that was that we had a little bit of a miscommunication that took the distribution channels out of my hands. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think our friend Laura asked my wife about it. She was like, that's funny as fuck. Post it. Uh -huh. or and then I was like, what the this is already out here? <laughs> I don't remember being asked. It's great. It's just on YouTube. You can just watch Jake. Ooh. <laughs> but here's what like, I Where's don't. Where's the car going? I don't, I don't hope this happens. <laughs> I don't hope this happens. Was it in park? It was, right? It was in park, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I don't hope that this happens. But there is a, there is a non-zero chance that sometime in the next month, Month and a half. NBC is it NBC? Uh, Fox. Fox. Yeah. Does uh, Fox seriously has to consider removing star. that episode from all streaming uh, outlets? I mean, if they took the blackface episode off for Always Sunny, I'm not saying that they'll do that. Just as the rancor and uh, frustration over your making fun of this very recent tragedy, mm -hmm. I'm saying if we have another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If people are unable to watch Lone Star 911 because their power is out. Ice Storm 2. Ice Storm 2. Electric Boogaloo. You may have a tough time finding <laughs> this episode. So get out your Elgato video captures now. That's right. It'll be a collector's item. All right. Go Irish. That's it for tonight. The high school special is next. So until tomorrow, for everyone who's been a part of this one, I'm TC and Jake. We do thank you for watching. Good night.